Oh, all right. Let's just do a shot for shot remake. We can do that. We're just gonna do a shot for. Yeah, we're just gonna. Act... Yeah, Blake, you totally didn't lose all of your audio yesterday, and this is totally just a brand new show. It's gonna be great. Yep. And Dylan's right here with us, right, Dylan? Yeah, that's right. I'm here. You fuck. You fuck. You fuckers. God, you, you pieces. You mean of... men. Hey, you pieces of shit. I'm right here, too. <laughs> I'm also here. I am the Dylan. Hey, what's up, guys? I feel like this is the closest we're ever going to get to, like, morning radio because of how much it... So, Blake, have you heard about this Booker T situation? <laughs> no, of course not. All right, well... <laughs> I don't know. I think a lot of our formats are very morning talk radio esque. <laughs> yeah, but that's just what you get when you tune into Scotty Moe and the Tibbs right here on Fight Boy. What? Why am I here now? Welcome to Fight Boys, the show about professional wrestling and uh, oh. not so professional wrestling. Oh. Uh, I- Shut up. I am your host, the plattest man on the planet. It is me, the B, Blake Tanner. And as always, my tag team partner in crime, the best, the brightest, the boy himself who doesn't get to do an intro this week, Scotty Moore. Oh, it's, well, okay. So I guess we're going to peel back the curtain a little bit just to reveal that We've ha- we have to record the fir- this first segment second a second time, and yesterday mm-hmm. I finally got to do an intro again. But no, now you've relegated me to three weeks. Three fucking weeks of this show where I don't get to do the damn intro. Also, I know this is a brave new world for you. This is, I'm, I, feel, I feel violated, I feel disturbed, but I also feel proud in a way. But also, I like that as you started going, I think you may have realized that, wait, Scotty doesn't have a nickname. Nope. Fuck it, let's just throw some adjectives in here and see what happens. Uh, well, <laughs> if you realize, that's usually what I do every time I do my part of the intro. Oh, yeah, you're just like this sensational, sizzling... I just do it live. Sagajuia. This sack of shit right here. This sack of shit. Um, but yeah, we're having to redo this opening segment, yep. and that's oh, what... Oh, and also, the other guy, Dylan. Oh, hey guys, it's the me, other... it's me, Dylan, what's up? No, Dylan, of course, the lord of the smart side, cannot be here tonight for the first segment. He'll be here in about 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, give it like 20 minutes, and Dylan's gonna pop up and be like, what's up, bring him water, guys. <laughs> Oh, oh man, yeah, this going to be good. It, I can't wait till you get to that. Yeah, and to any new listeners we got from where I drunkenly went to Ring of Honor last week, which I am going to tell the story of in segment two, but welcome, and I'm sorry. Yep, and we will apologize profusely in about 20 minutes. Yeah, we're going to... No, that full story. I'm so <laughs> happy we didn't lose the audio for that, because that <clears> segment <throat> has got to be bug wild. Now we really are becoming, like, a fucking uh, news station. We're just like, and more on that at 8. But first, yeah. Booker Wait T. Wait till you get to that story. Let's talk wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, the Booker T situation, just... Uh, my favorite thing about it, because A, <laughs> firstly, I give you all the props in the world, because you fucking called it. Called it. You Yeah, you called the Nailed fact it. that... Got it in I, one. 360 I mark, notebook. 
notebook that I just marked out, and it was just like, oh, yeah, no, they're going to beat each other up. Also, by the way, I accidentally got my hair cut like Corey Graves, and I'm not going back. Because I, I initially, I wanted that, 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 you know when Conor McGregor was, like, at the full top, and he got, and he had, like, he had the long hair on top, and then the shaved sides, I was like, I'm ginger, I could pull that off, and then as I slick back my hair, my hair is so thick, it went into a bouffant, and I went, oh, fuck. Man. <laughs> I'm world famous rockabilly artist, Corey Graves, damn it. <laughs> Okay, so let's. Uh, as much as I love talking about hairstyles on our wrestling podcast, <laughs> um, so Booker T and Corey Graves they got together on Booker T's morning radio show, and they were going to quote unquote clear the air. Yeah, where yeah. they both kind of just admitted that all their drama over the last few weeks was just a work because it, they wanted it, to. Yeah, it wasn't even because because like a lot of people were like, "This is to get heat on Graves." That's what it's doing, is getting heat on him. I'm like, firstly, you ain't gotta try. Graves can get that heat if he needs to. If you mm, let that good. boy off the leash. God, I, I, I'd i be afraid if they were just like, Graves, just go out there and say whatever he wants. It's like, oh no. Don't let that little punk boy off the leash just to be like, what do you think of Dolph Ziggler, Graves? I think he's a motherfucker and should burn in hell. Okay, well, yep. booger. The first, the first fuck bomb dropped on nationally syndicated television. Nope. The second, third, fourth, fifth, seventeenth fuck bomb. Seventeenth fuck bomb. Except, God, couldn't you? Like, I would. If I was the censors, I'd hate Graves because there'd be a fuck every few seconds. It's just like. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Coming down to the ring right now is Tamina. What do you think of her, Graves? I tell you, I'd like to beep, 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 with a spoon and beep, 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 over Snooka's grape beep, 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 until she dies. Fuck you. That's, I don't, I also don't know how to feel about that because, as we, we're pretty sure that Snooka did murder someone. And also the fact that Snooka's not dead. That makes it worse. Wait, is Snooka dead? Yes. When did Snooka die? Like, Snooka? last year. All, over a year ago. Uh, Hold on. Uh, no, Nate, never. Yeah, almost exactly a year and a month to today. It, damn oh. it. It was like, we lost. I think it was... Lost so many people. I think it was like, I mean, it was right in the middle of like when they were looking back into that murder case too. Yeah, well, I mean, that's an easy way to get out of it. I'll say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peace. I'm done. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just gonna let it slide and just try to walk walk past it, but it's like you. It's like your dog just takes a heaping, steaming shit on the ground, and then you accidentally step in it while you're trying to ignore it. <laughs> That's just what happened. I mean, this is any time we talk about either A, a dead wrestler, or B, a wrestler who committed something horrible during their life, or C, all of the above. Or C, Chris Benoit. Now, I just... Category of its own. I may but have just Jericho's discovered... okay with it... I may have just discovered my favorite thing. So, of course, we do know Jimmy Snuka not only had Tamina, he Mm -hmm. also had Deuce. 
He took his he took a big deuce and it came out and it learned to wrestle with mm-hmm. Cliff Compton. Do you know Deuce's full name? I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> because we thought John Cena having four names was ridiculous. However, I feel like Deuce is giving him a run for the money with James Wiley Smith Thomas Raher Snooker. Jeez. He is the equivalent. Wasn't in a, a, in a Princess Bride the guy who had like five billion names? Or am I thinking of a different movie? <laughs> Was that the Princess Bride? Uh, it's been it's been a long time. It's I mean, they've, long time. they've used that, that dude. They've used that gimmick a lot. I'm fairly sure Dot on uh, Animaniacs also just like my name is. Uh, Sin- okay, hold on. No, I'm looking this full thing up. I'm looking it up, and I'm gonna edit out all of this. Uh, yeah, cause Dot was like Princess Angelina, Contessa Luisa, Francesca, Banana, Fana, Bobesca the Third. That was from the. Uh, that was from the. Uh... Of course, the Animaniacs movie where they were all poor. The Animaniacs movie that made me cry every time I watched it because <laughs> I found the hay pity. All right, between haircuts and now Wacko's Wish, the Animaniacs movie, we're showing why Dude. Dylan needs to be here. <laughs> oh, I always miss it when he's not because this is not a wrestling podcast. Once Dylan leaves, this becomes a load of BS the sequel. Oh. Fe- featuring some wrestling. Um, what was okay. next? Because that went all off of Booker Z and Corey Gray. <laughs> what are we well, doing? Do we? This is when t- Vince gets back in our ear and he's like, "What are you doing? You gotta say all the buzzwords. Where are the buzzwords? Damn it!" Okay, do we've got? Okay, traveler, you are walking down a path and you see a road split in twain. Down one path, you see Dolph Ziggler giving up all of his. Dignity in exchange for loads of cash. Down the other road, you see a sexual consent form created by Ric Flair. Which path do you take, Traveler? I really want this to be narrated by Vince McMahon as he does his, like, DM voice for his <laughs> backstage D&D campaign. Oh, what if that's how he books all of WWE and Roman just has really good roles? <laughs> Roman, roll to beat Cena. Yeah, dog, that's a nat crit. That's a critical hit right there, dog. Did you just say nat crit? <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong, technically. It's just not right. Man, nat crit was one of my favorite. Was one of my favorite people on the Underground Railroad. He really helped out some people, was old nat crit. I thought it was really weird when they gave that dude uh, the gimmick of just being nat crit. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, that's what, that was actually, uh, that's Roman's whole gimmick is Nat Crit. That was his original name until they're like, we need to change it to something other than Nat Crit or Leaky. As a matter of fact, I think that that is basically just how he wins all of his matches. On a 20, um, he just automatically spears and wins. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. All right, Traveler, <laughs> which, which path, which path do you want to take? Uh, give me, well... We've done some horrible stuff already. Let's talk about the Woo contract. <laughs> woo! Well, it's actually the Woo compromise. That. And let me see. Are they still? Please, 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 please. No, they are not still selling. <laughs> oh, selling. Blake, I think I just found the rest of the episode because I made the mistake of clicking on RickFlairShop.com. 
Oh God! Where you could get a shirt, where you could get a pair of leggings for forty-five dollars, covered in Rick's face, wooing. Woo! Woo! Okay. So basically, the other day, Ric Flair uh, tweeted the link to something that he called the Woo Compromise that he would sell for $50, and it was a contract to be signed by two consenting adults to avoid any types of sexual oh. harassment situations. <laughs> yeah. Scotty, would okay, you like to read the Woo Compromise? I'm sorry, I was still, I was neck deep in the Ric Flair shop, but I'm, I'm going back right now. I know, I, uh, had, to, I had to pull a Dylan. Do we want the boy himself to come on? Do we need the boy himself to read it? I think we need to. Woo! That's right! I'm here, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you about, woo, the woo compromise. Something I drew up after I saw everything in Zoomore is going through. Alright. By signing this compromise... Both parties involved agree to ride Space Mountain and engage in sexual relations on this night. This contract adheres to guidelines of informed consent, and both people in the relationship must be present and not in an intoxicated state before signing. No party shall be pressured or persuaded into something they do not want to do, and they reserve the right to terminate the contract if need be. This contract has the signed and whoo sealed approval of the nature boy Ric Flair, who has taken many women for a ride on Space Mountain and has the utmost respect for women. Woo! I don't know if you can really say in the same sentence... Yeah, I've fucked a lot of women, but I, but dang, I respect them. It was consensual. It was always oh, consensual, big man. Let me tell you that right now. I'd go from city to city, and they'd be all hands on deck. Woo! That I actually don't doubt about Ric Flair at all. Uh, which, by the way, um, I feel Rick. Rick doesn't understand Star Wars, but Rick has a lot of Star Wars-themed shirts on his website, one of which is, in fact, just... It looks like the opening crawl to Star Wars, but it's all just a Ric Flair promo. Now that, that I can get behind. And then he uh, sells... Back on okay. the whole contract thing. Uh -huh. As much as I want to peruse RickFlair.com... Oh, I'm, I'll we, just... Be, I'm doing it silently in the background. You just keep going, Big uh, Man. You well, keep the, going, the tweet Big was, Man. Thank you. The tweet was quickly removed, apparently, by sources within the WWE, or they told him to remove it, because even though Rick went meant well, it was not the greatest thing to do. And not the best-timed thing to do, Rick. No. But it's all that, right. Yeah, it, everything from this just kind of screams of, like, okay, A... He's kind of like, this is how I would imagine, like, my grandfather, who's halfway senile, yeah. but who is still a decent person, would take this whole situation, and he would just not really be able to handle it. Yeah, he just Without kind of it. just like, yeah. But also, B, he's selling these for $50. Yeah, well, I, think, I don't think the thing itself was $50, or at least the fact that he autographed it as well. 
He's like, big okay. man, this is confirming that a nature boy is approving of this sexual intercourse today. Woo! Okay, so it's just you're paying $50 for an autograph from Ric Flair with some extra words. Yeah, but, okay, firstly, that's probably how much he'd charge. I've met him before. He probably would. But also, I just love the first woman that you got to like sign the sex contract from Ric Flair, the first ever Ric Flair approved bang. That's your wife. You got no choice. This is like buying a cheaper wedding ring. $50 is a deal for this. I mean, I want the person that I fall in love with to be the one that hands me the contract first. Oh, now that's, I'm, that's I'm not just, the most traditional kind of guy, so... That's true romance. They get down on one knee, they look you deep in your eyes, and they say that, that special phrase <laughs> that immediately lets you know they're the one. And, of course, that phrase is, Woo! Spicy! Woo! Tangy! Woo! Nashville hot chicken! Woo! Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, like, Rick. I love and... you, my bride. <laughs> All right, good night, Rick. Man, we how have we been paying for all of these Rick shout-outs? Because apparently on the website it costs $500 for a video shout-out from Rick, but we've been getting them free for, like, multiple podcasts now. Um, The check is probably in the mail. There is going to be one day where all of our <laughs> podcasts receive cease and desist orders. Yeah, where it's just like, Big Man, I gave those to you with the express purposes. Oh, purchase. Rick's drunk. With the express purchase of receiving compensation up to and including $5 billion. Rick, what? Pam! Oh, in other news, And Dolph then we Ziggler. go to court again. <laughs> yeah, and then we go back to court with Rick. Um, in other news, Dolph Ziggler, we figured out how much to buy his dignity for. Because, I like, ever. Yeah. It's just a lot of money. That's all it is. Yeah, we don't know the exact <laughs> amount, but we know it's a lot of money because I'm sure Ziggler was the one who, like, finagled the backstage, like, at least turn me heel. Let me do something interesting. Let me go out and do something. And they're like, all right. And then they give him yep. the Damien Sandow gimmick. And then finally, they gave him his new contract, which was apparently an exorbitant amount of cash. And he's like, yeah, fuck it. I'll be babyface and I'll job. I don't give a shit. I'll take the pinfall at Elimination Chamber. I don't give a damn. What if in Vince McMahon's backstage D&D campaign, Dolph Ziggler is like one of Vince's favorite characters? Yeah. And he just didn't want him to leave the campaign. That's what it was. He was just like, oh, come on, man. We've been having a good time, Dolph. No, I've rolled like three critical fails in a row. I've had three ones in a row. This is bullshit. Come on, I'll work something out, it's okay. Alright, Vince, I'm gonna do it again. Alright, roll roll for Rumble. Oh, I rolled a 30, that's amazing. Awesome, you enter at 30, now roll for... 30. Roll for Achieve. 30-sided dice. Alright, now roll for Achievement. It's a fucking one again. Alright, you immediately get tossed out of the match. I'm sorry, I can't control the rolls. It's all in the hands of the dice, kid. It's all in the hands of the dice. That's all I can do. Dolph, Dolph, where are you going? Please come back. How have you been doing this for 40 years, Vince? 
Who's been running the world's longest game of Dungeons and Dragons of all time? Oh, all the ca characters are welcome, as a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> WWE USA, characters welcome. Please, I need more. I need That's more. actually how Triple H gets Vince to sign all the indie guys, because they're really good at playing D&D. They're really good. Can, dude... Can you just imagine the text Dolph got from Cody Rhodes, like, the next day after it was announced he re-signed? <laughs> because, A, I think Cody is probably the biggest bully of all time, but B, just being like, Yo, what's up, pussy? Yeah, so you signed that contract. That's actually, mm, let me fun. do the math. That's what I made in t-shirt sales for my last Ring of Honor show. So, congratulations, you played yourself. Also, Cody is DJ Khaled now. <laughs> I don't know, this does. This sounds like a lot of fuck money for Ziggler. And they did say that he was going to, like, get, like, a lighter uh, yeah. schedule. Well, I so think... that means that Ziggler gets to do all of his fun little stand-up, whatever that he likes to do. Yeah, from the way I read it, by lighter schedule, I think they meant, like... You don't have... Just come in, do your match, and leave. Like, that's it. Which makes it seem like Dolph has also just been backstage, like... Uh... I got nothing to do here but eat craft services for two hours. That's fine. You're gonna have Chunky Ziggler in a couple weeks, Vince. I'm gonna keep eating these crackers, and these abs are gone. No, those are my favorite parts of your character. Please. <laughs> oh, in Vince's mind, their D and D characters look exactly like them. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Um, all right, everybody, roll for abs. Dolph rolls. Oh hell yeah! I got a six. That's like the best roll here. Ah, not so fast, Hannah. Fella, looks over. It's just Finn Balor standing there with an eight. What? How is oh. that even possible? I had a I had a plus two to abs. I've had it this entire time. It's actually on my character sheet. You can look right there. Damn it! It's part of being a demon. It's part of being the demon. The demon gives you plus two to abs. <laughs> oh, man. Now, Blake, unfortunately, I forgot to tell you about this, but the reason we lost Dylan for this opening segment is actually because I've worked out a new segment with Dylan for him to go do stand-up comedy in exchange for $500,000 an episode. Oh. Yeah, which is why I'm so gonna... Wait. Do yeah. we have to pay him the 500000 or does he get paid 500000 Well, we, we, he has to get paid $500,000, so in order to get that cashola, I'm going to have to ask everybody out there just to go over to merch title load of purebs.com and pick you up some merch, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Merch.aloadofpurebs.com is the only website where you can get your official Fight Boys merch. You can get shirts letting people know that you're a fight boy or a fight girl for life. Get some shirts with the Fight Boys logos on it. I wore one to the Ring of Honor show that you're going to learn about in the next segment. And, of course, we got shirts for all your favorite JWF superstars. We got shirts for Scotty Moore, for Blake Tanner, for Canada Charlie. Canada Charlie finally has a shirt, and I kind of feel ashamed about it. But I'm not, boyo. Oh, there he is. There's the boy himself. I am contemplating giving the Lumberjack a shirt that just says Jack in it or something. <laughs> or Lumberjacked. Lumberjacked actually may work if we put it in the country country strong font that Braun has. Yes. Okay. 
But of course, if you want any of these shirts, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to go over to merch.alonepurebs.com and click in the Fight Boys section. That's true. So, boys, it's now time for a tale of adventure. It's time for a tale of excitement. It's a time to talk about Dust Watch Live. And Jesus Christ, it may... Okay, so here's the thing. So, like, how... Okay, so, so, so how bad did you embarrass us? <laughs> yes, and can we officially say that it is Dust Watch over now? We have well, to answer actually, this question. Dust, uh, Chuck Taylor is not following us on Twitter, which is the quest of Dust Watch. So should we just open this shit up and troll him one more time? Hey, hey, Justin, hope you hope you like the free shirt I gave you. Sorry the year is wrong. I tried to duct tape <laughs> over it and write something else, but I was too lazy. Yo, sexy Chucky T. Hashtag, hashtag you can relate. Hashtag Dustwatch2018. Hashtag please follow us. Okay. Yo, sexy Chucky T. Good to meet you. Hope you like this shirt. Um... Hope you like the shirt. Sorry the year is wrong. wrong. Tried to duct tape over it like Kevin Owens. Like at Fight Owens fight and didn't and it didn't stick. My bad. Hashtag Dustwatch2018. Hashtag what was the other one? Hashtag you can relate. <laughs> Hashtag you can relate. Hashtag please follow us. Hashtag follow us. Oh, I add in the pl- <laughs> Hold on! You know how, like, it'll complete your hashtag on Twitter sometimes? I put mm-hmm. in, please, F-O, and the automatic hashtag fill-in was hashtag please forgive me. <laughs> it- I mean, Actually, also, yes. You keep that in there. <laughs> also, yeah. But, yeah, I was mm-hmm. gonna- Um, no, okay, so here's what had happened. Should I just start from the beginning- because, like, when Dylan goes to a show, he's like, yeah, yeah, I met uh, I met Adam Page. He was a cool guy. And then we watched our show. The show was really good. I liked it. I went on an adventure of a lifetime because I went to downtown Atlanta. And I know you... I mean, wait, wait, wait. I also saw Matt Taven give the greatest, like, oh, yeah. Sermon on the Mound, like, sequel ever. Oh, did he do it at the church bar in Atlanta? Because the church bar in Atlanta is great. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, actually, there was not a lot no, of... No, he did it on the merch table <laughs> in front of a crowd of sweaty fat There guys. wasn't a lot of Taven, actually, to be had. There was... Uh, they did have uh, Young Bucks fidget spinners that I currently own. Uh, a young... Or a Ring of Honor... God damn it, a ring, Scotty. A Ring of, a ring of Honor Jesus. pop socket that I currently own. It's on the back of my phone. A Ring of Honor coloring book and a Marty Skrull Bullet Club umbrella, which, to be fair, I needed because it had started raining by the time we left. So, okay, so so Scotty, you remember you remember last week where you're like, I don't know, I don't understand like uh, uh, Young Bucks merchandising anymore. They know people like you exist. <laughs> That's why anything Young Bucks merch exists. Okay, they're like, well. Somebody like Scotty fucking Moore will buy it, and we'll rake in a shit ton of cash. Okay, well, okay, let me start at the beginning of our day, because we went to a bar in Atlanta at roughly 3 in the afternoon uh, called The Vortex, which was really- That's awful. late for you. It was, yeah, it was normal for me to be there at 3 in the afternoon. And uh, it was me and my buddy Brady, and halfway through the meal, during which I may have consumed- Hold on, I actually have a list- 
Let me see. Uh, at the Vortex, I had two shots of vodka, a shot of whiskey, uh, a Moscow Mule, some random shot that I'm not actually sure what was in it, but it only cost $2, and a blowjob shot that I took in- That was lighter fluid. You you drank lighter fluid. <laughs> oh, wait, and also- Yes. And that was not that was not a blowjob shot. You gave well, someone fair, a blowjob. Well, to be fair, we both did take- Firstly- I may have asked for a blowjob in return if I got if got my friend Brady to do a blowjob shot with me, and I did receive it. That being said, uh, I did have to take it in front of a giant wooden dick. When you walk into the vortex, they have a giant wooden dick you have to take a blowjob shot off of, and I did. So, that's what, five drinks in at this point? Wait, you have to take the shot off the dick? No, no, like, it has shelves next to it. It's a curved dick. Did, I was gonna say, no, 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 no. Did he stutter? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, did I stutter? Um, okay, you know so, what I meant. So halfway through our meal, some people sit next to us, and at this point, I'm a few sheets to the wind, and anyone I saw in a Bullet Club shirt, I would run towards them and two-sweet them in the run back. And now there are two people sat in- Scotty, you're the reason why I can't wear wrestling merch in public. And so, well, hold on, it gets better. Uh, I get sat next- Does it? <laughs> better, we have that in air quotes, I want that noted. There's a, a pe- there's some people sat next to us in Bullet Club merch. I'm really excited, and I'm just like, hey guys, I've been too sweet and people all day, too sweet, am I right? And we start talking back and forth about, you know, wrestling and all the good stuff. And then we go in on Chuck Taylor, and I'm like, I love Chuck Taylor. I brought him a shirt because the podcast I do tweets him ever. Uh-huh. And I basically had to uh, explain the pitch for Dustwatch. And then they stop me, and they go, wait, are you Fight Boys show? And I fell out of my chair crying. I was just like, I'm sorry. How? And they're like, we've seen you on Twitter because you keep tweeting Chuck Taylor. And I was like, we did it! And then it... And then I... We achieved infamy. Well done. I like it. Because you're the one that keeps tweeting Chuck Taylor. That is Um, accurate. And then I actually went on to learn that they have their own podcast called Unscripted Promo Cast. Follow them on Twitter at Unscripted Pro. So Wait, have they to... followed us? They have followed us. They have okay, followed us, yes. and I'm following them. Um, Good, follow those boys. Well, hold on. All right, the, all right. The, that Fair was enough. my second Fight Boys-related thing of the night. The second one was even better, because at this point, I had went into the venue and had two separate <laughs> Red Bulls with a double of tequila in them. Um, so now I had got- Do you to... just hate your liver? Yes. <laughs> Honest question. <laughs> Well, I like did... like you like you, do you do you hate yourself? Is that why you wake up every morning, put on a pair of sweatpants, and get drunk? Like like heart to heart here, buddy. Like <laughs> I care about you. You're my friend. It gets better because I, I as I was going That's into it really though. You know, what is your definition the... of better? <laughs> <laughs> so because start... listen, I'm on this I'm on this side of it, and I'm not seeing any kind of better. <laughs> so. I'm outside, vaping like a boss, and after I've had my after I've had my multiple Red Bulls and tequilas, and I start to walk back in. At which point, one of one of the bouncers may have said, "Hey, bud, come here." And I said, "Okay." And he goes, "Just need to take this off you," and took off the "I am 21 or over" bracelet. 
he was like, you don't need this anymore. Oh, then I went back inside. You got cut off. <laughs> I was proud. I did it. You piece so, of shit. You did it. <laughs> you glorious bastard. Terrible. And so I go back and I sit in my seat and we're in intermission. And the guy behind me leans forward and goes, hey, buddy, is this it? And I look over at him. I look at his phone. And he's got out the Fight Boys show on Podbean and follows us. And I go, yeah, that's, I don't remember talking to you. Like, I don't remember talking to this dude at all about Fight Boys. But apparently my drunken self went on autopilot. And Scotty Autopilot essentially says, let's go talk to these people about my wonderful podcast, Fight Voice." Ah, Jesus Christ. I wonder how many people are going to listen to this one. <laughs> I wonder how many people are gonna get here, and like, and like they're like, "Oh, Scotty, he was okay," and it's just, it's just Blake and me berating you for being a drunk <laughs> asshole. Like it's, like it's us apologizing for our drunk friend, but like a week late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know, how, like, like you have to do that at the bar. Like, listen, I'm sorry. He oh, had too well, much. You I know, hope it didn't ruin your evening. I hope that the wonderful first segment that we had, that I just can't wait for you guys to listen to, has. Persuaded that, that you, you to listen. Definitely, that you definitely didn't lose the audio for and we had to re-record a day later. <laughs> that is going to be great. I think we need to do a secondary watch this week, by the way. And it is a, uh, it's a Greg watch for Trent Beretta. Because drunk me, on my way out. Firstly, Trent and Chuck were, I had to go to the bathroom at one point. On the way back, Trent and Chuck came out to watch a match because they were about to go out and sign. And... When I went out for halftime, I remember thinking to myself, man, I wonder if it's offensive, the JWF stuff. Like, I wonder if they were, like, offended because they worked so hard to get where they are. And, you know, we're just kind of almost maybe mocking it. I don't know. I mean, we do love it, but I don't know what's going on. And that would have been fine as a thought. But then I went up to Trent. No. It was like... No. Can you hear me? <laughs> hey, man. I, you know, I said we do this podcast earlier, which, by the way, Dust Watch is the finale of this story. Hey, man, I know I've said to do this podcast, and we do it at the end like this thing. Would that be considered offensive? And Trent's just staring at me with, like, a mouth of gum, like, no. Why would that be offensive? Dude, why would that? I don't No. And I was like, because, did... man, you guys work so hard. You're such great hey, people. Hey, He's buddy, like, no, did they, take, fucking... they took your wristband away, right? Okay. This was before they took the wristband, oh. but yes. No. I'm fairly sure Trent was the reason. He was just like, hey, you see that guy with the bullet club umbrella? Get him the fuck out. Um, just take his band off. It's okay. Just take the band. He seems like a very lovely guy, but otherwise, take him the fuck out. <laughs> uh, now, let me see. Um, okay, now I think I can get into the beginning of the show where I started to meet people. And when I met... Uh, firstly, when I met Dalton Castle, he immediately screamed Sami Zayn at me because I had on <laughs> if you see the pictures on my Facebook I have on like this what kind of what's the name of that hat style Blake I know you would know oh it's a lot it's, most people call it like a newsboy cap yeah I had on a newsboy cap and like a leather jacket and he was just like Sami Zayn how you doing and I was like fuck oh, damn it and then, <laughs> that's what you get I mean, for being a ginger and wearing one of those hats yeah, it was just like Sam and Zane, and he was not the only one. Roughly five other people in that crowd that night was like Sam and Zane, what's up? And I just started like bebopping around. 
And so uh, I met Dalton. I talked to him about Chikara and the fact that he sold me one of my favorite wrestling shirts I own. Okay, and so then I went to meet the Hung Bucks, and I was afraid because they usually charge like $30 for a tag team and 20 for singles. And I remember looking at Paige and be like, Paige, I've never met you, my dude, but I want to. Do I have to pay? And he's like, no, man, we're a tag team. And I'm like, awesome. And I'm fairly sure, I can't remember, but I may have brought up the fact that Dylan owed him $20 and paid him back. I may have just been like, dude, my friend, my friend Dylan. And then uh, also at one point, because everyone was like, I want pictures with the Bucks. I want to take pictures with the Bucks. Paige was just sitting to the side. And at one point he got in line with us. And me and Brady just kind of stared at each other like that is the that's the hung man right there. That's a uh could would they be called the uh, the hung bucks or the young cucks no they're the they're officially called the hung bucks um so i yeah, take a picture they with have them. young cucks is a better name yeah so i took a picture with them and then the whole time the whole time they seemed in character which was weird because usually the bucks are like in their full good christian boy normal gimmick of just like hey man it's so good to meet you good to see you this time they were just like yeah talk about Paige's package am i right i'm like yeah what just happened also, oh, they knew. Yeah, they knew that you were the kid. <laughs> also, uh, Cody Rhodes. I don't know if it's the lighting. I didn't meet Cody, but Brady did. Cody looked more like a skinny Dusty than I have ever seen in my entire life, and it was brilliant. I was like, Jesus, he's tiny, but he's got that wrinkle face. It's also the fact that he's, he's also- gone blonde now, like his like his dad was, yeah, and yeah. like. It really, it really highlights the similarity in like their facial facial features, especially like mm-hmm. their eyes. Yeah, like they both have that same like oh, like that same real pe- like uh, like intensity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so what did Chuck Taylor say when you handed him a shirt that had last year's date on well, it? Hold like, on. no, 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 that just... that is the main event, Dylan. I am holding <laughs> off on that. Also, by the way... Well, first you told me how you embarrassed yourself in front of in front of Trent Beretta, and, like, I thought Greg was okay before this, but, like, now I feel like we have to, like, try to... We have to follow him just as an apology for you, like, embarrassing all of us. Uh, okay, so, um, also, side note, you know I said I got the Marty... I got the Marty umbrella? We parked a mile away from the venue, also known as the sober walk of shame that I had to do afterwards... We get all the way to our car, which is a mile away. We're around normal people now, not wrestling fans. And I'm I'm sporting my umbrella because it's raining. And a car near us just rolls down the window and goes, fuck the revival. And I'm like, whoa, dude, we're in the middle of Atlanta. But we also screamed fuck the revival right back at them. <laughs> and that's when a pastor came out and said, what the fuck no. you say? <laughs> <laughs> a little... Little did you know that the local uh, the local crime ring, also known as the Revival, was right uh-huh. around the corner. Um, also, uh, I, I ran into Marty in the bathroom, which might have been the greatest and worst moment of my life. Because I try to be flattering, but also it doesn't work God, sometimes. God damn it, please don't tell me you said something about his dick. No, no, no. I was about to say no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Marty, I think Marty knew because Marty went into hey. he went into like Hey Marty, you want me to help you? You want me to help you shake that off? <laughs> no, thanks, mate. I'm good. No, I think Marty knew cuz he went into like I, Listen, main... I know I need to use both hands for it, but I, I promise I'm good. <laughs> yeah, like he went to flattery. He went into a stall while I was at a urinal because he's a gentleman. And as he came out, he had on like this shirt with like cats on an ice cream cone. I was like Marty, that's an awesome shirt, dude. Where'd you get it? He's like, oh, hot topic, mate. You can go get it yourself. I'm like, then, 
This is when uh, try, Flattery Scotty kicked in and was like, I think if I go to Hot Topic, I'm going to buy a different shirt. He's like, I like the way you think, mate. And then just like, whew, and then left the bathroom. No, that was actually that was actually good, Scotty. I'm actually proud of you in that moment. That could have gone way worse. That was worse. the best interaction you'd had all night. Yeah. Now speaking that. of no, that, was that was fine. You after after yeah. the Trent comment, you had both of us lured into this false sense of not even security. What's the opposite of security, Blake? You had us lured into that insecurity. Just like we were just we felt bad for A everyone false there. False sense of insecurity. Um. Yeah. Now speaking of bad, uh, when Brady was going to meet Cody. I thought, well, I'd like to meet Cody, too, and I think I got an extra 20 on me. Let me just go buy another singles wrestler. So I went and I got one. I came back, and then I saw that Cody looked like a scary lizard person, and it made me afraid. But then I looked up, and I did see the recently debuted on Ring of Honor television, Tennille Dashwood, formerly known as Emma, at which point drunk me said yes. And so, oh no! And so then we god went over. Damn it! Please tell me you like. Okay, oh, god damn it! <laughs> and then we went over. We went to Tennille. And no, I tried my best. Okay, you know when you get so drunk that you forget what you said, so you just have to trust yourself that it came out right. Oh no! Because I know what I wanted to say, and I think I said it right. I just can't promise it. <laughs> hey, do you know what? Well, Scotty, here, you know what my here, experience Blake, there's, a, there's an easy way to tell that. Did she look offended afterwards? No, 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 I think she was fine. I think she was more like, why is this sweaty, fat ginger talking to me? Um, Who, but, I guess he paid for a ticket, all right. Yeah, yeah, I guess he's paid for tickets, come on. Uh, but I just, I was just like, man, I was at work, and my dad messaged me when you debuted, and I got so excited. I was so happy you were one of my favorites in WWE. She's like, all right, thank you. Let's take a picture, and I get the fuck out of my face. And I'm like, all right. All right. And I, I actually oh, would have been more impressed if she had actually said those words. Yeah. <laughs> now, con- now kindly fuck off. Now, okay. Thank you, darling. Love you. Goodbye. Now, this brings us to... The greatest moment of my life. Hashtag Dustwatch 2017. Dustwatch okay. Live. Because... I'm bracing myself, Bla- uh, Blake. No, no, are, no. You bra- are you bracing yourself for this? We were. Uh, my, my hands are white. My knuckles are cold. We were very <laughs> lucky. We were all collectively very lucky in that this was before the alcohol hit. And as we walked in, Trent and Chuck were there and there was no line. And I looked over and I said... There's no line for the best friends, and they just go. It appears like that, man. And I was just went, Chuck, Chuck. <laughs> I do a podcast called oh, Fight God. Boys, and we've oh. we've been trolling you on Twitter. I basically told him the story of Dust Watch, and I said, and in order to apologize, we did buy you this shirt. And he goes, Yeah, man, thank you so much. Let me. <gasps> And, then, and I was just like, yeah, there's your shirt. In fact, if you see the photo I posted on Twitter, on the Fight Boys Twitter of it, I don't know if I cropped it out, but you can see the Dust Watch shirt on the table in front. Hold on. Yep. Yes, you can. Um, <laughs> and so... My ang- I'm sorry. My anxiety just hit the literal roof. There is a hole in my house right now because <laughs> my anxiety has leapt out of my body it was so much well he really liked the shirt so we were good there and they go and so uh uh trent started signing first because he could see me and chuck were having us a nice little conversation and so he goes who should i make it out to 
And I realized in that moment, this wasn't an autograph for me. This wasn't a Scotty autograph. Make it out to the fight, boys. At which point, Chuck looked at me, and never have I felt more justified in the way I've made our podcast titled, because Chuck looked at me and it said, is it spelled with a Z? And I said, you're... <laughs> And I said, you're damn right, it's spelled with a Z. He goes, good. I would not have signed it if it wasn't spelled with a Z. And I went, fuck yeah, Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now you have to get that frame that has to go above your computer for when you record. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I've got it right. Did I move? Yeah, hold on. I can see it right now. I have it right next to me. Um, I I need you to hold that up for me. I know you don't like to use your camera, but I need to see this. Okay, hold on. I'll take a picture of it and put it on the Twitter after the show. How about that? But my favorite was as we were away. You've seen the picture where me, Trent, and Chuck have all popped our tops off and tweeted The Rock, right? Yeah. So yeah, was, did you did you bring that up? That would have been a great. Hey, you guys remember I was there whenever Jeff Jarrett decided that he was never going to book the two of you again. Well, see, <laughs> Dylan, you say that like it's a joke, but I did bring it up, and I only brought up the fact that I only Blake. Play. <laughs> no, gets better, gets fucking better. Cause I only brought up the fact that we took the initial photo, and then Chuck brought up the fact. Oh, you mean the one where uh, the one where Jeff walks in and is like staring at us weird? And I'm like, yeah. And Trent's still trying to like mean mug, and then uh, Chuck looks at me and he goes, "Man, let me tell you, that's my favorite fan photo I've ever gotten, and I have it <laughs> saved on my phone. I am on Chuck." <laughs> Oh, so. All right. Does that, that mean actually... that Dustwatch was a success? I think this may we... He didn't follow us, but I'm on his phone permanently. I mean, he has you on his phone. He doesn't have yeah. us. Yeah, we okay. need to be there. Well, that being said, I also I do want to point out the fact that Trent spelled Fight Boys with an S, and Chuck goes, "No, no, no! I gotta fix that. I gotta make sure it's it's with a Z." And our autograph does, in fact, say The Fight Boys with a Z. He wrote out the words <laughs> with a Z. And oh. it is with that, ladies I've never, and you need to understand, I've never loved Chuck Taylor more as a wrestler than right now. <laughs> as a person. Like, there's there's nothing. Uh, uh, never have I been. I actually, I actually am jealous of you for this interaction, Scotty. Guys. You know, Granted, I, I know you're... No, no, no! You were jealous whenever I got to meet Kenny, but I feel like my jealousy is more now. Yeah, but I'm, yes. I'm very proud that you, you only embarrassed us to Trent. I so we now need to, we now have to have Trent watch where we have to get Trent to forgive us. Hold on, for you. should we just? End um, I think that's a nice way to cap this segment. Sup at Trenty Locks. Sorry, I was so drunk at hashtag roh Atlanta. Just wanted to let you know. <coughs> Hashtag, I'm so sorry. Hashtag, please follow us. God damn it. Don't do the please follow. All right, fine. Also, oh, Christ. also tell Dustin to answer our tweets. He hasn't responded in months. <laughs> Hashtag Dustwatch. If I hadn't just seen him, I'd be afraid something had happened to him. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, no, okay. Just know he's so okay. he hasn't responded in months, and we're worried. Hashtag Dustwatch2018. Oh. Hashtag Gregwatch2020. That's just prepping for the future, the next one. Uh, okay. Well, God, I, damn it. This segment, I didn't think it would go as long as it did, which means, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time to talk about Patreon.com slash Fightboys. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Patreon.com slash Fightboys is the only website where you can go support these good Fight Boys right here, and of course we do have perks for you, all related to that amazing, fantastic, the greatest professional wrestling ring. Oh God, oh God! I just had a burp happen in the middle of that, and it almost murdered me. Anyways, the JWF, ladies and gentlemen, we got perks for you, all relating to that. For instance, if you just donate a dollar a month, a dollar, we'll bring you into the JWF. We'll say your name. We'll bring you out, and we'll promptly job you out to whoever we see fit. But if you want more than that. If you want to be like Guy Fieri, like Scott Moore, like all your favorite superstars, donate $5 and we'll bring you in. We'll give you a name, a character, storylines. You may even end up on some pay-per-views. But if you want to go all the way, if you want to be a champion, if you want that gold around your waist, then $30 over at patreon.com slash fightboys will give you that belt. We don't know how, we don't know when, we don't know in what way, but you will be a champion. Which means, boys, it's now time to move on. Wait, question. Yeah. Question before we before we get to this, um, ha- have the numbers come in for like our downloads and stuff for the last podcast? Yeah, dude, and it was a spike. I'm gonna tell you that right now, <laughs> <laughs> because all I remember are the two people I talked to. But who knows how much drunk Scotty was pimping around? Just like, hey man, what's up? You like podcasts? Let's do a podcast. Let's go, man. Yeah, hold like on. Like how sad? How 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 like? What emotion should I feel if this if if Scotty's drunken like pandering is the reason why we actually like start to pick up business? Like, <laughs> what emotion should that be? Um, I think that eventually you'll just have to wipe away your tears with hundred dollar bills <laughs> like Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, exactly. All right, fair enough. Pull the Ziggy, which means boys, it's now time to move on. To everybody's favorite professional wrestling organization in the world in Birmingham, Alabama, the JWF, which means we got to throw it over to everybody's favorite commentator, Silver Spoon, and the owner of the JWF, Captain Tibbs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to everybody's favorite pro wrestling organization in the world in Birmingham, Alabama, the JWF. I am your host, Silver Spoon, joined as always by my compatriot in crime. It is he, the T, Captain Tibbs. That was never proven, Silves. That you're the T? Or my compatriot? No, that we, were, that we were crime partners. We never did crimes together. What are you talking about? That's right, Tibbs. But let me tell you something. I'm getting excited. I, I'm willing to do a crime, a crime that gets me front row seats to Wrestle Palooza. Of course, we are firmly on the route to Wrestle Palooza, but we got us a hell of a stop on the way, Tibbs. And that stop has an expiration date. At the expiration date, pay per view. Where, of course, in the main event, we are going to have a vicious expiration chamber match where six men, six men will face off to hold that JWF. World Heavyweight Championship, one of the greatest prizes in the business. And, of course, let me tell you something. We've got some exciting matches going up for that. Of course, in the main event of today's episode, we have Scott Moore, a man who's been embroiled in a 
a little bit of uh, controversy in recent weeks after his son, Scotty Moore, attacked him viciously a few weeks ago. We have him going against the Lumberjack for an opportunity to enter the Expiration Chamber match. Who have you got in that match, Tibbs? Ah. Uh, yes. I'll... It's anybody's game. <laughs> That's why I did it. That's right. I mean, you've got two giants going against each other, but of course... After what Scotty Moore has done to Scott Moore, his former tag team partner, his father, who knows what kind of state Scott Moore is in. And, of course, who knows what Scotty Moore is, the state he's in. He's been going crazy over the last couple of weeks. Buck wild, as a matter of fact. That's right. And let me tell you something. If anybody knows about Scotty Moore, it is his former tag team partner, his best friend, Blake Tanner. And that is why I invented Blake Tanner onto the Rusty Spoon. You invented him? I invented him. I created him, and I'm bringing him on to the Rusty Spoon, everybody's favorite talk show featuring me, Silver Spoon. Let's have a listen. Welcome back to the Rusty Spoon, ladies and gentlemen. Now, of course, it's been a few weeks. Got the uh, window all cleaned up back there from Scotty Moore's vicious attack on his father. And now I'm joined by a man who knows Scotty Moore better than anyone, his best friend, the JWF champion, Blake Tank. Hey, and Silv, I'm, I'm really sorry to interrupt you so early, but let's hold off on the best friends thing right now with Scotty. I, I mean, listen, I've known Scotty for so many years, and I've seen him do some pretty terrible things in the ring before, but not like what's been happening lately. Mm-hmm. That's right, turning on his father, declaring himself deserving of everything in the world, making a beeline. For the JWF title that's over your shoulder. I mean, Scotty Moore has gone through quite a change. And he's actually made some damning accusations about you in the past and who you've been. What do you say in response to that? <laughs> damning accusations? Uh, that That's one way to put it, Sills. Uh, I, do you mean to say uh, when he said that he gave up everything for me on my debut? When he said that I was the one that rode his coattails to the JWF title? Sylvs, let me tell you something, and I want to get this straight. I really do. For me, for you, for everyone out there, and for Scotty Moore. The only thing Scotty Moore gave up all those years ago was a chance to get his ass beat by Momoa Curry. Back then, me and Scotty, oh, we were both two hotshot greenhorns who were terrified of going out for our first match. I can tell you that much. And if Scotty still sees me as that little weakling puppy dog, then he's in for a rude awakening come Wrestlepalooza. But Scotty wants to talk about this title. This title right here, the one that I have, not the one that he has. Here's everything you need to know about it, Scotty. You and everyone in the entire JWF universe know damn well how I bled and I sweat and I fought against opponents that would make any normal man piss his pants and run in fear. You know I earned this title. Well, Blake, let me tell you, I definitely have to agree with that. But in, in recent weeks, what do you think has caused all this in Scotty? I mean, okay, he's hold done on, all of hold it. on a second, Sills. Listen, I am not Scotty Moore's handler. You know that, right? You know we aren't attached to the hip. We have completely different and separate lives because apparently nobody knows this. That's all I've been hearing all week, as a matter of fact. Blake, what's wrong with Scotty? Hey, how's Scotty doing? Scotty hasn't even talked to me in weeks. 
No one seems to remember that I have one of the biggest matches in my career in two weeks. I'm going to be stepping into one of the wildest structures ever created from the warped genius that is Captain Tibbs. The Expiration Chamber. I'm going to fight through five other men for my JWF title. And then I have to go and shut up my best friend Scotty Moore by stomping his head into the mat at Wrestlepalooza. But in two weeks, I've got to fight through the Dylan. I've got to fight through Victor. And I have to fight through some of the best that this company has to offer. You know, and if I've proven one thing in these past months, it's that as long as I have this belt, I won't stop. I won't give up. I can't. It's impossible for me. I will push myself past any and all limits that I've ever, ever met for myself just to keep this title. Because I am your JWF World Heavyweight Champion. I am not a coward. I am not an underdog. And I am most certainly not the scared little greenhorn that Scotty Moore seems to try to make me out to be. I am the king of the mountain, no matter what Scotty says. Well, thanks for your time. <laughs> That's my boy. Did you hear that out there? Amazing words from Blake Tanner. That's right. I'll tell you something. Blake Tanner seems to have... I, I think... Even though he's going into this match against five other men, it seems like he's still focused on Scotty Moore. I think that may hurt him come expiration date time. What do you think? You know, it might. He does definitely have a lot to focus on right now, but if I know if I know anything about what I've seen with, from Blake Tanner over these last few months, it's that he can get his head in the game when it needs to be. That's right, Tibbs. But, of course, speaking of champions, I want to speak about some champions our JWF Tag Team Champions, the Brunch Boys, the tag team of Guy Fieri, and Baron Corbin, who, of course, at expiration date, they aren't going to be fighting for their titles. They're going to be fighting each other for an opportunity to enter the expiration chamber match. And, of course, last week we saw the Rat Sension, of course, <coughs> the number one contenders to the JWF tag team titles, come out and almost try to drive a wedge between the Brunch Boys, try to put some mm. doubt into the mind of Guy Fieri about Brunch Boy Baron Corbin. I mean, how do you react to something like this, Tibbs? I mean, with all of the breakups we've seen, with eye to eye, all of these teams that have been breaking up, how do you think Guy Fieri's feeling right now? Yeah, no, I don't know. This is definitely not a good place that you want to be in with your tag team partner. You know, one on one against each other for a chance at some of the greatest gold that this company has to offer. But uh, we'll have to see, won't we? That's right. And of course, earlier today we had some cameras capture some backstage footage of Brunch Boy and Guy enjoying their, their weekly brunch time before each episode of Monday Night War comes live. And, and let me tell you something, that costs a lot of money from craft services. Let me tell you something, that is a very expensive brunch. But I think something interesting happened that the cameras caught. Let's have a listen. How's your mimosa? It's good. It's good. Look, man, you got to start talking to me. I mean, you've barely spoken since they announced our match. You haven't returned my calls, my texts, my AIM instant messages, nothing. You don't really think what the Rat Sension said last week was true, right? You know I'm not going to turn on you. Look, I'm sorry, it's just after what happened with Eye to Eye and hearing Connor and Victor talk last week, you can't blame me for being suspicious, Baron. You're alone. Wolf, that's what the majority of the entire world knows you as. They don't know you as a brunch boy. Nobody cares about the brunch boys, Baron. Don't say that, guy. 
We are the JWF World Tag Team Champions. We're the greatest this company has to offer. You think I'd just throw that away? Just because what? Some gray-haired idiot in a suit thought it'd be cool to call me the Lone Wolf. That the Lone Wolf, well, that'd sell a few t-shirts, wouldn't it? Look, guy, I'm not a Lone Wolf. I'm a brunch boy. Always have been, always will be. <laughs> yo, yo, you really gonna believe that shit, son? Connor? Connor, what are you doing here? Oh, I've been listening to all this combo the whole damn time. Hell, I'm surprised you didn't even recognize Victor. He was your waiter. <laughs> yeah, we fooled you. Oh, also, here's the French toast you ordered earlier. Uh, can I get you anything else? No, Victor, the scam's up. You don't have to keep being the waiter. Can I get another mimosa? I'll be right back with that, sir. No, Victor, don't... Uh, well, anyways... You really gonna trust this boy guy? I mean, not for nothing, but he's used to destroying tag team partners. Remember the Momoa Club? Remember how this boy right here, he was the one to end it. He left Momoa Curry in the dust. I mean, come on, Momoa Curry is one of the greatest wrestlers this company has ever seen. I would scratch and claw to be able to work with him. And your boy left him. What's that say about you, guy? You think you're better than Momoa Curry? I... I, I don't... <clears throat> uh, sorry about the wait. Here's your mimosa, sir. Oh, and by the way, gratuity is traditionally 25%. Ah, uh, yeah. Thanks. Well, here's your gratuity. Oh my god, and Baron's smashing that mimosa over Victor's head, grabbing Connor and ramming him into a brick wall. Looks like... Brunch boy Baron Corbin trying to take on the rat sentient on his own. Meanwhile, ooh, Victor trying to sneak attack him with a potted plant. But ooh, Guy Fieri grabbing him from behind, hitting him with a big snack attack. Oh, and it looks like something big's about to happen. Brunch boy picking up Connor with a power bomb grip. Look at the strength of the Brunch boy. And that can only mean one thing. Oh my god, Guy climbing atop their table, launching off, and ooh, a big brunch time device. Taking out Rat Boy Connor. Well, Tibbs, let me tell you something. I think the Brunch Boys are fine. Look at them sipping those mimosas. The waitresses are tossing to them. It's a mimosa bath, baby. I'm more amazed that those mimosas are staying in the glass. I'll tell you that right now. Well, let me tell you something, Tibbs. I mean, I, we've seen, of course, how the Regal Rumble tore apart eye to eye, but I don't think, I don't think this match is going to tear apart the Brunch Boys. Well, you always hope that it doesn't. It's just a clean, healthy competition. That's right, but of course we are going to get to see that competition at the expiration date pay-per-view as those two champions face off for a chance to enter the expiration chamber match. And we're about to find out who's going to join them right now in this qualifying match for the expiration chamber match. As the Lumberjack, a man recently introduced to the company, this massive monster of a man taking on Scott Moore. Of course, a man who hasn't been seen recently after the attack by his son, Scotty. Actually coming out to the ring, his ribs are taped up. You can actually still see some scarring from when he went through that plate glass window. But of course, the match is beginning and ooh, Lumberjack hitting a big boot, sending Scott flying to the ground, bouncing off the ropes. Looks like he's going for a big leg drop, but ooh, Scott rolling out of the way, hitting a big standing senton onto the Lumberjack. 
going for that pin, but one, two, ooh, Lumberjack quickly kicking out. Scott trying to pick up the Lumberjack now, but ooh, rushes Scott into the corner, driving his shoulder into Scott's waist. Now let me tell you something, Tibbs, Scott might be a big man, he may be a heavy man, but if you take out the core, that's still gonna take you out no matter what. Mm-hmm, doesn't matter how big you are. That's right, meanwhile, oh my God, what is the Lumberjack trying for here, picking up Scott Moore, setting him on the turnbuckle. Lumberjack, no, 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 Tibbs, there's no way the ring is rated for this, can it? He's going for a superplex, but oh! Looks like Scott Moore dropping down, grabbing the Lumberjack and hitting a, ooh, big powerbomb in the middle of the ring. He goes for the pin, but, oh, Tibbs, there's that music. The music of the boy who, I mean, he betrayed his father. He betrayed Scott Moore just a few weeks ago. And it looks like he's about to try to put a little bit more punishment to his father right now as Scotty Moore coming down the ramp to the ring. And it looks like he's distracted Scott Moore just long enough for, ooh, the Lumberjack to hit Scott with that massive log roll, sending Scott face first into that mat. And it looks like Scotty Moore can only laugh at ringside as the Lumberjack rolls his father over to score that one, two, three. And Tibbs, let me tell you something, this is definitely changing the complexion of that expiration chamber mm -hmm. match. Oh, the Lumberjack is a powerful, formidable foe. That's right, and of course, I mean, just imagine if he comes in in that coveted last spot in the match, I, I'd be the first one to run out of there. I'll tell Timber. you that. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, Scotty Moore running into the ring as the Lumberjack just looks on disappointed. Meanwhile, Scotty stomping his foot as he calling for the Scotty kick, that move that he used to take out his father so many weeks ago. Oh, but it looks like the crowd actually chanting along, but oh, Scotty actually stopping and exiting the ring. The crowd sending out a chorus of boos as Scotty grabs a steel chair. Well, that get, let me tell you something, Tibbs, that's not gonna feel comfortable. Oh, as he lays in those massive shots to the back mm. of his own father. Of course, as we know, Scott has had that surgically repaired back in his past. You know, that cannot feel good. No, he had a whole back replacement. That's right, and looks like Scott Moore writhing in pain, but Scotty pulling him up onto his knees. Oh, tossing the chair into his face, and oh my God! Hitting a Scotty kick through the chair into the face of Scott Moore, and he can only fall to the mat. And oh, looks like Scotty Moore is calling for it. That big explosive move, the move we've seen him win multiple matches with, calling for the SMG. Well, this may be it for Scott Moore, Tibbs, let me tell you that. Mm, not looking good. That's right. Scotty Moore looking like a caged animal, slamming his fists against the mat. But wait. There it is, the music of Scotty's former tag team partner, Blake Tanner, as he rushes the ring, grabbing that steel chair. Scotty quickly rolling out. I think Scotty knows when he's bested. This is a two against one situation. Blake Tanner trying to check on Scott Moore as Scotty escapes. I don't know from the what cloud. he's running for. Blake just wanted to talk. <laughs> I don't know if he wanted to talk this week, Tibbs. Let me tell you that right now. Just some good words between friends. <laughs> All right, meanwhile, looks like we've got medical staff checking on Scott Moore as Blake Tanner stares off against Scotty Moore, the man who he may be going on to face at Wrestlepalooza. But of course, if Blake Tanner wants to get to Wrestlepalooza, he's got a vicious stop through the expiration chamber at our next pay-per-view. And Tibbs, let me tell you something, with the addition of the Lumberjack, I gotta tell you, I think Blake Tanner's chances have drastically gone down of going to Wrestlepalooza. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know about that, Sills. 
Blake Tanner, Blake Tanner, he has a knack of getting into and out of situations like this. That's right, Tiz, but of course, we still have two of more Of course, he could also be chopped down by the lumberjack. <laughs> That's right, but of course, like we said before... Felled like a branch. Okay. From the highest sequoia tree. You done? All right, I'm done. Okay. But of course, like I said, we still have two more spots to fill in that ex expiration chamber match. One, of course, to be filled by one of the brunch boys and another one that we're going to find out who's going to join them next week on JWF Monday Night War. And of course, we'll see what's going on with Blake Tanner next week. We'll see what the fallout is after Scotty Moore's attack on his father. But of course, to find out any of this, you got to tune in next time on JWF Monday Night War. So, gentlemen, it has been an amazing episode. Great episode of Monday Night War. Good, good, good total episode that we definitely didn't have to record half of later. <laughs> so, Dylan, what did you learn this week? I, I learned that the key is to get you to talk to people we care about before the alcohol kicks in. <laughs> Man, I don't know. There was a bit. There was a bit before and after. Oh, man. Oh, right, but you chalked it. You you didn't embarrass us to Chuck Taylor, <laughs> so that's what's important. Exactly. That is like you need to, you need to understand. You can embarrass us to to Neil Dashwood. That's fine. She'll still go about her life being really attractive. Like Trent is is you know wrestling for two world titles in the next month. He's doing okay. Trent's also like as long as you don't hurt Dustin. Yeah. Dustin's who I care Trent's about. Trent's also weird as shit, so he's probably just like, he gets it, it's alright. Yes, of course Trent's weird as shit, he's best friends with Dustin, who's also weird <laughs> as shit. Have you not watched them wrestle for the last six years? So Blake, what did you learn this week? Um, I learned that Just Watch may be over and left in 2017, but... Greg Watch is just beginning. Greg Watch is for no. I think I think Dust Watch is continuing as well. I think, uh -oh. I, think I think it's now it's we we've branched out. We've got Dust oh. and Greg Watch. How and many watches learned, are we gonna have? We're gonna have so many beautiful watches, <laughs> like movement watches, which you can get online at mvmtwatches. Oh, no. Hey, that's free sponsorship. Don't give that away. <laughs> What up, movement watches? You want you want some spots? Want them spawns, boys? And I learned that. And then I just like insert something from segment one, but blatantly put in later. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna like throw in something <laughs> random, just like that's right, Blake. And then I learned that Vince McMahon is the best DM. So of course, ladies and gentlemen, Dylan can be found on Twitter at sexy Chucky T. Blake, where can they find you? And then me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Video. That's Darkroom V-I-D-Y-A. We would love your watches because guess what? We're not partners anymore because YouTube is shitbag. Wait, what? Shit, shitbaggers. They changed their uh, policies not too long ago. We talked about this earlier. Oh, are you talking about the policy about... Um... Yeah, yeah. Just to, I'm, I'm, We're still uploading to YouTube, so... Let's not fully go shit back, but yeah, also the fact that I have to have a thousand subscribers and like so many watch times on YouTube is kind of ridiculous to get uh, to get monetized. Fuck you, YouTube. <laughs> but of Fuck course, you, uh, you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Make sure to buy my books on Amazon. There's Queasel Corp, Queasel Corp Risen. I'm starting on the third of the trilogy right now. I'm really excited to get that out this April. And of course, BS versus the Gods, the novel where me and Blake Tanner take on all of your favorite Grecian gods. It's like Supernatural meets American Gods meets 
a whole lot of damn whiskey. And I guess since we're saying fuck YouTube, you can also find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash a load of BS. A majority, we don't do fight boys on Twitch, but we, do, of course, do record a load of BS on Twitch. And every Monday, I do my own, like, I, I play JWF2K18, essentially. So we do our own kind of, like, fake version of the JWF as opposed to the absolute real version that we do in real life. So make sure to check that out online at twitch.tv slash a load of BS. And of course, as we said before, make sure to buy some merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Donate to the Patreon at patreon.com slash fightboysshow. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to go to a load of purebs.com and check out all of the other amazing BS network products. We have a load of BS, the show where me and Blake just kind of lose our shit for an hour. And of course, Opposite Attractions, the show where me and my buddy Jim Murphy try to design our own theme park we are starting we're in the middle of season two we're so excited make sure to check it out and as always ladies and gentlemen you can find us at a load of pure bs.com step up to the merch table at merch.aloadofpurebs.com donate to the patreon find us on facebook subscribe on youtube and you remember you can find us on twitter at fight boys show make sure to follow us chuck taylor and remember ladies and gentlemen when you're a fight boy you're a fight boy Four. Life!